Warning! Hello. The audio you are about to experience was engineered by someone who has little to no experience doing it. We apologize. Please yell at Gav. You know, every week I struggle to sit here and write these introductions. Uh, Back in the day, I would spend 15 to 30 minutes before each show crafting these, carefully going over the jokes and the overall theme of each intro, until one day I just simply decided that enough was enough. Uh, So since then, you've gotten a lot of very low effort introductions where it was, I was going to write something, but I didn't. Today, I feel like we've come full circle. Uh, I'm spending many precious minutes of my incredibly finite time on this earth to write this introduction here for Azeroth Coast to Coast. To introduce you to Neff. Hey! Chris. Hola. And myself, Gavril. That was a very wordy way of saying I could not think of anything funny to write. Hello, folks. Hola. Hi. How are we doing today? We I'm good. sleepy. You Very and me I mean, I'm, I'm tired. I, I crashed last night when I got in from work and slept for four hours, and then I couldn't sleep last night because mm-hmm. of it. So. <laughs> yep. And then you stayed up late playing Dota with LB and I. Yes. Dota. Yes. We murdered people. It was fun. Yes, we did. The last two games were a stomp. <laughs> I think I'm getting good. At, I think I'm getting better at Viper. You are. You need to uh, broaden your hero pool, but uh... I know, I know. That's why I was. That's why I was playing um, Hammer Mommy. Yeah. Um. So, uh, everybody's last two weeks, Chris. I think you've got the shortest one. You and Neff actually are tied. Yeah. Um. <laughs> lots of WoW, both retail and classic. My paladin is capped on cla- on retail and is one ninety high level working on it getting there something um and my druid is also capped on classic uh i have most of them black wing layer gear now so that's just getting ready for burning crusade uh, and i'm leveling a mage as well because why not uh and dota with you guys that which is fun uh we did also play among us which i did forget to add we did also play among us last week which was real fun i uh, forgot about that uh, yeah we're, yeah, we're, we're playing the Town of Us mod, which is interesting and spicy and yep. makes it harder to trust everyone. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> it's not just the imposters that will murder you. It's the bad yeah, shit. hosts. Or the glitch. I can't. Or the uh, up here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Neth, uh, what's been going on with you for the last two weeks? Um, lots of Warzone. Um, we've had a whole bunch of people start playing again, which is lovely. Um, so me, Douglas, Siggy, Fusion Hot Dog, sometimes Ville, um, have been kind of rotating groups and having a lot of fun, or at least I've been having a lot of fun. Um, a little bit of Immortals Phoenix Rising. I had played it for a bit and then set it down just because I wasn't really feeling like playing console at the time. Um, but I've picked it back up because I, I, I am really enjoying the game and I'm really enjoying the humor. Um, I, Seth was streaming it a bit this past week. He's finally started playing it and I was like, oh yeah, I need to pick that up again. So it kind of got me back into it. Um, and Among Us, which I had forgotten about. Yeah, you did forget about Among Us completely. I did. We, we forgot about it. What about you, Gav? 
Uh, me personally, uh, playing some Dota's with LB and Chris. Uh, we've played a couple of games with Kevin also last week, I believe. Um, been I sat down yesterday and played like six to eight hours of Endless Space 2 because I like 4X games. Um, and I replayed half of the race campaigns in Dawn of War Soulstorm. Um, what was the other thing I did? I just remembered something else I had done. And I don't like, I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. Oh, well, it couldn't have been that fucking important. Um, and I got my first shot of science juice. So we'll science see when juice. the superpowers come. We'll see when my, uh, we'll see when my superpowers Wait, come in. Hold on. Which one did you get? Pfizer. Okay. Then I can confirm you. I've had the second dose of Pfizer. You will not get superpowers. Shit. Sorry. The only, the only thing you get is immunity to the COVID, no superpowers, no radioactiveness, oh. all that jazz. No, sorry. Fuck, somebody <laughs> fucking lied to me. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought they all came with 5G. <laughs> nope, nope, no 5G, no nothing. Uh, I've had both. I Pfizer. wanted my fucking LTE to be really good, okay? I just wanted better cell phone reception. That's why I got the first fucking dose. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, you've had the first dose, so you might as well get the second one now, at least. They just opened like two days ago for my age bracket for the Pfizer or Moderna. Um, they opened about a week or so ago for AstraZeneca, but I am not getting that one. Like I am hardcore pass on AstraZeneca, so I'm just waiting for an appointment to be available in my I geographic area. I was literally in the work truck with my uh, with my work partner, and we were like. We got done early today. You want to go see if anybody's got any shots available? And I'm like, okay, I'll go take a look. And I was just like, oh, yeah. The local grocery store has doses of Pfizer available in the next hour and a half. They have multiple appointments. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm, so we cut off work early and went for shots. I'm obviously NHS staff, so I got my first one back in <coughs> December. got my second one in March. So, yeah. Which one did yeah, you get? Yeah, well, you're, you're frontline. Got Pfizer. Yeah, you have, you got Pfizer. So it's um, like, yeah, if you're not dead by now, I'm fine. All right, awesome. Half half of our staff got Pfizer. Half of our staff got AstraZeneca. Ooh, oh, just really? Because of what was available. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, so I know what you're saying about AstraZeneca. I get it. But 200 cases out of 24 million doses. Yeah. Oh no! No, I mean it's like it, Johnson it, and Johnson it, has the, it runs in my family though, which Chris, is which I get, which I understand. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. I just yeah, I just, that, I, that's I just my concern. Make, I want to make it very clear, unless it runs yeah. in your family. Yeah, and in my in my case, it, it legitimately yeah. does run in my no, family, which is, is for, why I'm hardcore passing yeah, AstraZeneca. But that's, this is for the listeners because I don't want to risk it. This is for the listeners because you're fine. I get that hundred percent. That's for the listeners though. Unless blood. Off, Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah you're good. But this is for the listeners. Unless blood clots and stuff like that run in your family, get which one you can. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Because you know that's twenty two, like two hundred and forty cases out of twenty four million doses. Your odds oh, are yeah. good. <laughs> it's it's the same with the Johnson and Johnson one shot. I mean, the Johnson and Johnson one shot in the U.S. The Janssen. Uh, Janssen. It's Janssen, and it's also known as the Johnson and Johnson shot. Uh, is uh, it's a very low incidence of uh, of blood clots, and it's primarily it's primarily within women. Apparently, yeah. eighteen to thirty eight. Eighteen, 30, 18 to thirty eight female. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I need to. But know these it's things. like <laughs> yes, but you know if because uh, you all aren't, you all don't have Johnson and Johnson approved over there. No, we have no. we have Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and I think we've just got approval for Moderna. Yeah, and say, we've got Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca. We never had Johnson and Johnson approved in Canada. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, the Johnson and Johnson one does have a lower efficacy rate, but at the same time, if if a single shot is what it takes to get people to actually get the damn vaccine, mm -hmm. even if it does only provide seventy five to eighty percent efficacy, I'll still take it. Have you? I'll still take people getting it. Have you had any side effects from your first dose of Pfizer? Sore. Just sore? Arm was okay. sore and I was a little tired yesterday. When you get your second dose, because this I've noticed this with the AstraZeneca one, the first dose floors you. The second one, you're fine. With the Pfizer one, first dose, you're fine. Second one, you're floored. 
seriously, everybody that I know that has gotten Pfizer has been like hardcore down and out for like one to three days. My wife had her second dose. Perry got her second dose of Pfizer and she was just like, I'm sorry. Oh, I was okay. fine. I felt like she just like got right back up and went right I back. I felt like crap after the second dose. The first dose, I was fine. Minor headache. I took some. I anticipate. I was fine. I did not get anything for the first dose except for my arm was a little sore. It's still a little sore today. Yeah. Uh, and I was a little tired, so I got a little bit of fatigue. So See, I anticipate I'll just be really tired and probably go to sleep early in three weeks. I really do want to get mine as soon as possible. Um, Nova Scotia has gone from having 79 active cases two weeks ago to we are now over 2,000 and going up by about 250 a day. That one dumbass party that they threw? Yes, it all stems back to that one fucking party. In two weeks, we have gone from 79 to over 2K, so fuck Um, y'all. What are Scotland's numbers? Let me have a wee look. Uh, COVID numbers... Like, we are on strict fucking lockdown again. They're saying, like, when they first put us on lockdown a week ago, they were saying, like, okay, don't go outside of your municipality. So, like, if you're in, like, one municipality, don't go to another municipality. Now they're saying, because some of our municipalities are fairly large by technicality, they're telling people, like, stop looking for fucking loopholes and saying, well, I'm still in my municipality. Stay in your immediate community. If you don't need to fucking cross the bridge, don't cross the bridge. Don't go outside of your community. You're not helping the situation, and you will get ticketed now. Hey, Seth. Hi, Seth. Uh, I was talking about you a minute ago. Let's have a look. So Scotland is at uh, 236 cases as of yet, additional from yesterday, and we're going down. Yeah, we we are going the wrong fucking way. Uh, let's see, doses, uh, 51% of the population has had their first dose, with 23 having their second. Uh, the US is actually, uh, at 50% as well, I believe, of adults. I believe 50% of adults in the US have their first shot, at least. I think I read that somewhere. Uh, but this is not, uh, this is not COVID watch. This, this is, is not, not COVID uh, watch. This is, this, this, I is mean, not, this is the end I of, mean, your, this... of your fortnightly COVID update. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is not Azeroth COVID to COVID, okay? Um, I mean, it is kind of part of our ongoing lives. Oh. <clears throat> um, so, and our last update uh, is Kevin is going to be taking a bit of a break. He is preparing for uh, some stuff going on right now. So he is going to be off for the next month or two, probably. Uh, so you, the next three or four episodes, you probably won't see him. Uh, he should be back sometime around July, we're thinking. Uh, but uh, good luck, buddy. Enjoy the vacation. Ooh, we love you. Also, that is this will be why the audio and, sounds shit. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, Kevin does our audio, so yeah. <laughs> Kevin does a very good job Kevin with our audio. He really does. a good job with our audio because we're all pretty shit at it. <laughs> I will be slapping together... The I'm going to be ripping the Twitch VOD, pulling the audio out of it, and just slapping our name on it, and that's going to be it. And hoping it sounds okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to remember to put the P line and everything else in there. Uh, so apologies in yeah. advance, people. We are yeah. not good with audio. <laughs> I'm not great with it. No. Uh, listen to feedback. Blah 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 blah. Feedback. No. We got blah 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 blah. Nothing. Uh. In keeping with Kevin's tradition, uh, the top countries this last week uh, was the U.S., Belgium, and Germany. Something about chocolate and keeping the trains on time. Um, Jesus. What? No problem? Nothing. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm saying nothing. Let's move on. Oh, God. Uh... Ah, so uh, it's a light, kind of lightish news week. Um, nothing that really jumped out and spoke to us. So we're just going to kind of go over some top stories and then maybe uh, shoot the ship for a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Chris, uh, we got some new information about uh, BC Classic, right? Yes, we got a lot of new information about T- uh, B- BC Classic. Um, so TBC Classic, the pre-patch for the uh, expansion will go live on May 18th. 
which will be a Tuesday in the States, and then Europe will get it on the 19th, Asian Realms will get it on the 20th. Um, the actual launch event will take place on June 1st. It will be a global launch. So America's uh, Pacific Standard Time will launch at 3 p.m. Europeans, uh, Central, t- uh, Europe- Central European Time will be 11 p.m. on the 1st. Uh, Taiwan will get uh, 7 a.m. Korea, 8 a.m. Um, Australia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think you've missed. I think you've missed a date in there. Have I? Yes. Because the pre-patch was the 18th of March. Did I say March? I meant to say May. You've got that on your copy as well in I the notes, meant, too. That would be why I read March. I meant to say May. <laughs> I meant to that say May. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, pre-patch hasn't I was happened like, yet. It's coming. Pre-patch is already on? God pre-patch damn. is coming in May. Yeah, pre-patch went live before beta went live. <laughs> Yep. Uh, that's how efficient they are with this ship. Now, so yeah, pre-patch is in May, 18th of May. Um, global launch is on uh, June 1st to 2nd, depending on your time zones. Uh, let's see, we got information on the Deluxe Edition, the Digital Deluxe Edition upgrade, which will be available mm-hmm. for purchase as of pre-patch of the 18th. Uh, you will receive the uh, Reawakened Phase Hunter Mount, uh, which you will get in... Is that one in... You will get that in TBC. You will get the uh, Viridian Phase Hunter mount in retail. You will get the Dark Portal Hearthstone in classic. You will also get the Path of Illidan toy, which causes your character's footsteps to flicker with Bellfire when they walk around. So they've finally given up the ghost and are putting in some of the old uh, TCG stuff. Yes, uh, pretty much. Because Dark Portal Hearthstone, yeah, Dark Portal Hearthstone and Path of Illidan were uh, TCG reward cards. Yes, they were back in the yes, day. Um, those you'll be getting those in in Burning Crusade Classic only. They won't go over to retail. Um, yeah, that's how they gotten around it. That's how they got around it. Yep. The, uh, the exclusivity. Okay. Yep. The Dark Portal Pass, uh, will, which is the level fifty-eight boost, will be available with the deluxe with the digital deluxe edition. Um, there are restrictions for the digital. There are just restrictions for the boost. So bear that in mind. You can only have one pair Warcraft account, and it does not work on, um doesn't work on Blood Elves and it doesn't work on Draenei and you cannot if you buy the Digital Deluxe Edition upgrade you cannot buy a separate boost as well so one or t'other you also get 30 uh, days of WoW game time which works for Classic Burning Crusade and Retail <coughs> uh, all okay. of that for where was the pricing of it I believe too it was, fucking much I believe it was $70 too fucking much. <laughs> well, if you math it out, it's not actually that much. It's not. It's actually not that bad because what you've got the you've got the fifteen dollars for the game for the month for the game time. Is it two months game time? No, fifteen. 15's one. No, no, no. I thought I thought the uh, deluxe came with two months of game time. No, it's like thirty days. Okay. So you got the thirty days, which is like fifteen dollars. The boost is, I think they put it at thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five bucks, yeah. For well, that's the cloning, but yeah, it should be the same thing. Yeah, the boost and the cloning are work are the same price. Um, then you've got the two exclusive toys that will only come for Burning Crusade Classic. Can't get them <clears throat> in retail unless you've got the codes, which I don't think there's many left. Plus the two mounts, the mountain retail and in classic. It it's not that crazy on prone pricing. I still think it's I still think it's too much, but I don't think it's that crazy. It's a lot of stuff. You went quiet. No, I'm just nodding my head. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, all of that will be seventy dollars US. I don't know what the price is and Europe because the actual upgrades aren't on the website yet um, and they all, mm-hmm. they're not always the same US is usually more expensive which is weird um, mm. 
let's see, what else have we got? The actual uh, boost is obviously going to be available, and when pre-patch hits on the 18th, you will have the ability to make your choice. Classic or Burning Crusade Classic. Um, you can pay the $35 to go to both. Don't know why you would, but you can. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's everything's kicking off on the 18th. Oh, one thing. People were very concerned about the Chrono Booster, uh, the thing that stores world buffs. That is still going to work until the actual launch of Burning Crusade on TBC servers. Um, okay. Because people who are going to be raiding Max still want to grab the world buffs, all that jazz. So until until the, the first Chrono Boom will still be a thing on TBC servers. It will remain on classic servers, but TBC servers will go away when the actual launch ha- happens. <laughs> the question is going to be what degenerate meta are they going to figure out to trivialize Burning Crusade? Well, world buffs aren't really a thing in Burning Crusade. They're not, no. So, the only thing that people are still concerned about is leatherworking and the the drums. That's it. It's the only real major are, concern. I thought they've already stated they're nerfing the drums. Uh, the drums are... They're, they're, they're nerfing them, but it's still going to end up being a requirement i mean world buffs weren't aren't necessary for nax but people still take people still use them nax is fine tuned around consumables yet it is still a, it is still required to have them for nax mm-hmm. so um lb's asking a question chris i can't see his question uh it, if i just have a sub can i play yes you only need a sub. The digital deluxe upgrade is not mandatory. You do not need to use it. You do not need to have it. The The only thing you need to play retail classic and Burning Crusade classic is a, su- a subscription. That's it. So that you won't be... You, won't, you aren't buying a throwback copy of Burning Crusade. No, no. To no. upgrade your account to no. a new account key. No, no. Uh, that's That's where the choice comes in. Um, it's not a case of, oh, this is a purchase that you have to make to transfer to the server and play. The choice is, do you want to transfer to Burning Crusade and move on, or do you want to stay? There's no price requirement for either of these, but you, you, which one do you want to do? Yeah. So, be interesting. I'm I'm very glad that they are not making any of any of the choices or any of the transfers monetarily mandatory it is it is it, it, honestly i think if they had said you need to buy the burning crusade again that would have pissed so many people off yep i mean people are already pissed at the fact that the character clones cost 35 dollars, which i think is a little steep for a character clone yeah i, I find that very but steep. at the same time there's like reasons. do you really need to play classic and bc vanilla and bc so here's the thing they sent out months ago uh surveys talking about what they plan what what could happen to the classic servers one of those options on that survey was classic plus continuing on um where classic left off and not going to burning crusade but doing it doing new and additional content as well as class balancing and stuff like that um if the if the transfer was cheaper, someone people could end up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of gold going mm-hmm. into burning going into classic plus, if that's what they do. Because all you have to do is transfer all your gold to one character, do the transfer, or get someone else who hasn't transferred to transfer their gold, and you just copy copy gold over. It's a nightmare. It's 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 it's, a, yep. it's it, I think it's a. I think it's reasonable that it's more expensive than what people want it because it'll avoid stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Also, Seth's Um, making a comment that he wants the mounts uh, in retail, but to be fair, the Deluxe Edition isn't for retail. It's just a perk you get in retail. So I get that you're saying you want the mount, but at the same time... He wants the toys, but the toys are only BC, so... Yeah. 
I want, it, but that's what I'm saying. If it, he's not going to play it, so it's, it, it's there's no point in doing it. <laughs> I think I think them being I think them locking the toys behind classic servers only is dog shit. But yeah, that's just me. Get, no, I agree. Get if some you're of gonna... those codes, yo. Mm-hmm. Get some of those card codes. Yeah, those ones that are very expensive nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Because they haven't printed the game in 10 years. Yep. Yup. Plus at this point, Jesus. Um, but yeah, so. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not that interested. If the toys were retail available, I would probably buy them. If, if the toys were available on retail, I would probably buy the deluxe edition. But otherwise, yeah, fuck that noise. Um, Are any Diablo... of you actually going to play Burning Crusade? Probably not. I barely play WoW as it is anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm on that down phase for WoW again, so. Um, as am I. Diablo, we still haven't heard anything really big and new about D4. Uh, Immortal looks like they're still pushing for the 2021 release for Global, for Immortals, uh, for Diablo Immortals. So we'll see how that goes. One of the people in my um, D&D group got into the uh, testing for Immortals. They're really enjoying it. They're very much enjoying it. Oh, yeah? Once it was difficult to get around the... um, the controls initially, obviously because uh-huh. it's on it's on mobile, not anything they're used to. So moving it, transitioning to that was weird. But once they got used to it, it was really fun and just played like a Diablo game, which was fanta- which is fantastic. It was really good to hear. That's what you want to hear, yeah, exactly. So you know, um, there's potential. <laughs> uh, there's Hearthstone stuff, but I'm not gonna fucking cover it. Yeah. Um. Uh, Actblizz. Heroes hmm? hasn't been updated in two months, by the way. Yep. Sounds like, about right for Dead Game. Are even you not going to cover it because you don't want to, or because we usually give you shit? No, because I don't give a fuck. Okay. Uh, Valid. Well, what I will say is that they're adding the same thing. I think for, for Hearthstone, I will say they're adding, I think it's the same thing that Magic does. Pre-made decks that you can purchase. I think they're a little steep, but at the same time, it's going to be about the same you'd put in to buy random cards. Oh, Seth does have a valid point there, Chris. Heroes was updated recently. Yes, yes, but it was to it was to leak the, Advertise. the release date of Burning Crusade. The update was on the Battle.net launcher on the Heroes page to release to leak the update for Burning Crusade. There's a difference. Yeah. Heroes yeah. itself hasn't had an update in two months. Usually, they do monthly <laughs> balance passes. They haven't even done that, which I'm really sad about. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that uh, game is fucking dead now. Like, just full yep. on. They're not even doing dead balance game. passes. They finally got rid of all the stuff that was in the pipeline that they had been working on. <sighs> uh, ActBlizz, they did their 2021 investor call. Uh, the main takeaways for Blizz is that uh, MAUs, which is a metric that the industry uses, uh, referring to monthly active users... Uh, for live service games and things like that, subscription-based games, mm-hmm. uh, is down 5 mil since last year, since the last uh, earnings call. Most of that's going to be the break between 9.0 and 9.1. People just mm-hmm. not playing the fact that, that the game's been out. Well, you have to remember, this is Blizz MAUs. So this is, wow, this is Overwatch, this is Hearthstone, this is Heroes, this is StarCraft, this is all Blizzard properties. I get that, so, but like yeah. you've you've listed off at least two dead games. You've listed mm-hmm. um, you've listed off Overwatch and Hearthstone, which are always going to kind of be fluctuating, present and present. It's present, but Overwatch is going to fluctuate more just because Overwatch. Yep. Um, but uh-huh. and then obviously you've got the wild lack of players f- <sighs> when it comes to the break between the patches because this is a long fucking break between patches. Hmm. Um, in good news-ish, I guess, revenue is up uh, for Blizzard, for the Blizzard unit, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, quick Activision, couple of quick points, their MAUs are up, uh, fucking, they're shifting more and more studios over to Call of Duty development and things like that, mm. and support staff. 
Um, they just shifted another studio over to... Uh, I think it was actually the Crash 4 studio, the studio that did the uh, remaster for Crash 4. They, or the, the they did say, development for Crash 4. I was going to say, Crash development 4 wasn't a remaster, that was a new one. I know. Um, they moved that studio, I believe they just moved that studio over to support staff for Warzone. Why? Crash 4 was so successful. Uh, not as successful as Activision stuff as Call of Duty. Uh, quick, just uh, just uh, bits and bobs. Um, their reactabliz is reiterating that mobile is going to be a big driver, especially globally. So uh, they'll be delving further into the mobile world. Um, Blizzard alone has working is working on a Warcraft mobile title as well as mm-hmm. other unannounced mobile products. Yep. Uh, blah blah blah. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, Activision's looking to hire two thousand developers over the next couple of years. Over the next year or so, and Blizzard is looking to add a couple hundred developers across the franchises, across all of their franchises over the next couple of years, which makes sense if they're really ramping up the development time in D4 and Overwatch 2 and taking a look at some of the other options they've got available, hopefully adding some developers to the WoW team to, you know condense these patch cycles a little bit i think you can only say it's covid yeah, you so can many only times say COVID so many times i don't covid hasn't helped but you can only say it so many fucking times yeah before it just starts becoming mm, this is kind of iffy yeah we're we're falling back on the whole warlords of draenor problem here mm-hmm. yeah. at this point so that's valid which is really sad because shadowlands in and of itself the actual content and the story and the classes and the gameplay has been really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're not just going to sit there and do nothing for months months on end when there's nothing else to do. So, you know. But they gave us the selfie camera in WAD. Oh, let's not fucking talk about WAD. Twitter integration! Okay, Twitter integration was a good thing. It's about time they did that. <laughs> but let's not talk about the fucking selfie cam. Um, in other Actabliz news, the Rudy Tootie Point and Shooty, I think, is getting ready for its next season. Neth, is that correct? Rudy Tootie Point and Shooty. I'm sorry, say that again, hon. <laughs> uh, I believe Rudy Tootie Point and Shooty is getting ready for its next season soon, or they just swapped seasons. Um, we're, I think, about halfway in this one. So, yeah, I think the new season started two weeks ago. So yeah. So we're we're about more about mid season cycle. There you go. Um, let's go through some of the other news. Uh, CDPR, uh, CD Project Red. Um, Witcher three director Conrad Polish name has left the company. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Conrad, Chris. Conrad Polish name. <laughs> Chris, go ahead and pronounce that name for me. Uh, Tom Zafskiks. I don't believe that's correct. <laughs> Neth, give that a shot. Okay, hold on. Tom, don't you dare try Tom to translate Thomas it. No, no. Thomas Kavsvix, I think it is. Thomas Kivik? Yeah, because the W is a V. W is a V for Polish. And CZ makes a K. Yep. I believe it's Skizvik, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's Thomas Kiesvik. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, me not taking the joke line on this. uh, Witcher 3 director Kara Thomas Kiesvik will be leaving the company. Uh, Yeah, I know. I don't know what a Z is either, Seth. Um, Will be leaving the company following allegations that he bullied uh, some of the employees over at CDPR's office in uh, Poland. Um, He was found... Uh, innocent of all charges by a internal company tribunal, essentially. Uh, but he still has chosen to leave the company to uh, attempt to ease his employees and his uh, peers uh, from what I believe he mentioned was uh, fear kind of thing. 
fear and hurt feelings. So he's left the company. He was the top director for Witcher 3. He did a lot of work on uh, Cyberpunk 2020-2077. And he is rumored to have been very high up in the development team and uh, working on some of the stuff for the new Witcher game that is in development by CDPR. So we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> yeah. It... Yep. Try to think of the word. Try to think of the word. I mean, if obviously he's found not guilty, but it's more of a case of he just wants to not cause any additional problems and drop out. That's what it sounds like. But kind of. Yeah. yeah. Be being found not guilty, he doesn't necessarily mean that morale is going to instantly improve because yeah. oh well, he was found not guilty. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a direct quote from him. Nonetheless, a lot of people are feeling fear, stress, or discomfort when working with me. He wrote, he apologized to staff for all the bad blood I've caused. And, he was specifically the second director and head of production for uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's a good it's a good thing overall. Obviously, if it's if it's if, if him him being there is screwing up morale and messing up at people's people's ability to work, it's you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I think they should just get off their goddamn asses and turn their snowflakes <laughs> into fucking ashes. Just burn Harden their hearts. Just, just burn it down. Grow some thicker skin, goddammit. Is what Texas Chris would say. Is what Texas Chris would say? Okay. <laughs> yep, I mean, that's what I... Texas Chris would say. Yeah, I don't want. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. Conversation. Don't dive into the minefield. Chris. I'm not going to dive into the minefield of cancel culture. I'm avoiding it. <laughs> Neff. Yes. You got some shit about Ubisoft. I mean, we were short on news, so I thought I'd provide something. <laughs> um. So for those of you who are fan who are fans of Tom Clancy's The Division, which I have not played, Chris, has um, it. it's fun. Is. Is that the one where you're like post? It's post-apocalyptic, and you're post going through like actual. Yeah, New York or okay. Washington, depending on the game. I have. I, I think I've watched people play that. It looked interesting. Anyways, they've announced a new free-to-play game that's coming that's set in the Division's universe called Heartland. Um, it's in development at the Red Storm Studio. Um, there's not a lot of details other than um, it's a new perspective on the universe in a new setting standalone game doesn't require previous experience with the series um there is a link provided in the um show notes within the story to if you want to sign up to try for access for an early test run um but there's no word on when um full testing will begin uh and then they said that there also will be a division game coming to mobile, but more information will be at a later date. Okay. Okay. And if it's coming to mobile, I can tell you right now, it'll be done out of the Ubisoft Halifax. Is that where all the mobile stuff is done? Yeah. Cool. Um... I'm going to cover the rest of this and then get to that other one at the end. Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, that's unexpected. Sorry, Gab, what were you holding up? Because I, I was trying not to get distracted from one of No, I was you're running. fine. I was just holding this up. Oh, clove gum! Mm -hmm. I've got like 40 packs of it. All of this stuff. <laughs> cool! Um, and some blackjack, too, which is uh, licorice gum. Yeah. I love Blake Gum. Uh, so there is potential. There is some data mining that's going on uh, for the potential major patch four uh, for Larian Studios Baldur's Gate three. Ooh, I have not seen this. What are we looking at? <coughs> I specifically didn't add anything into it because I didn't want to add any spoilery kind of stuff in there. Ah, so. okay. So um, will we have a link for people who do want to look at spoilers then, and I will. I will. That. I will dig one of the links up. There's a YouTube video uh, covering some of the information for it. 
Okay, so but it will be spoiler heavy, so we're not going to discuss it here. Potentially, but if they've advanced anything. I haven't actually gone through it. I just know that they are starting to work on data mining for patch four. So Cool. Uh, season of the Slicer, or yeah, Slicer, I believe, um, is the newest season for Destiny 2. They've released a cinematic for it, the trailer for it. I believe it's live now. I'm not 100%. Um, but uh, Destiny players and parts of the internet in general are going nuts because it features Baby Fallen. Fallen, if you don't play, if you didn't play Destiny Two or you have no idea what they are, the Fallen are a race of four-armed, two-legged, insectoid sort of cannon fodder you run into a lot. They also tend to be very, they tend to be uh, overarching bad guys for an expansion or for a season, pretty commonly. Oh my god, they are cute. Oh, you just looked it up, didn't you? I just googled, they are so cute! Yeah, Wait, what? They've already announced that they're selling a plushie of them, too. I, I'm but looking at the plushies right now. now. I'm looking at the plushies right now. I can't put the picture in general or the cameras will disappear. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> um, one second. Picture in general uh, later. <laughs> here, Neff. Uh... Image. There you go. Oh, they're so cute and evil. I love it. All right, now I can close that back out and go back to the story. Um, so no. Destiny Two stuff. Nobody really cares anymore. I mean, I care because they're cute and evil. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the... gonna lie. I would actually buy one of those. <laughs> that's that's the, and that's, that's the reason why they're making horrible. the plush and people went nuts for it. That's the reason they're making the plush and people went nuts for this uh, for the cinematic. Um, so huh, Valve is currently being sued by Wolfire Games, the studio behind uh, a early access slash Kickstarter darling Overgrowth, uh, in an antitrust case. Okay. Overgrowth was a big big deal when it initially was announced i think it was a kickstarter game uh seth actually might might know better than i would but um it was very big deal uh when it announced because it's it's a furry paradise let's be honest here oh it's a furry game kind of sort of but not really it's very water it's 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 watership down Kind of, but with swords and Seth, anthropomorphic Seth is animals. not admitting to any knowledge. Okay, uh, it's watership down with uh, swords and visceral bone cracking, uh, killing blows. Violent. Yes, it's a very violent game. Uh, but yeah, your anthropomorphic uh, animals that are fighting each other in combat. Uh, the game was an indie darling, and it was a, I believe it was a Kickstarter success and a couple other, and a big sort of hype train kind of game for a while, years and years ago. Uh, but TLDR, the suit is stating that Steam suppresses competition and takes an extraordinarily high cut from developers. We all agree. Yeah. 30% may be a little high. Maybe a little high. I don't think anyone's arguing, because it's the same with Apple and Google, the Play Store. I don't think anyone's but, arguing that the 30% is too high. But at the same time, it's... You negotiated the contract! It's their, <laughs> it's their platform. You want it on there. But they're being sued as in an antitrust case, which is stating that they hold a virtual monopoly over uh, a segment of the market. So it's Epic versus Apple... Valve versus Wildfire. Wolfire. Wolfire, correct. <laughs> correct. For the same thing, essentially. Very close to the same thing, yes. Um, the problem I see with it is that Steam doesn't really suppress competition. Mm. They, they suppress competition passively. By being a behemoth. Yeah. A behemoth. They suppress competition by being a behemoth in the in the industry. Which, yes, is still a type of suppression. But at the same time, they've built that 
Yeah, it's it's not like suddenly they appear and then oh everyone chooses Valve. It's like yeah, they, they've been they've been there. As long it's as not like remember. Valve appeared out of nowhere and then just bought up a bunch of exclusive content to make themselves a uh, the most competitive studio, the most competitive platform. It's not like that at all. Nope, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, Steam exclusives are. <coughs> generally first-party studio games. So yes. things that Valve itself has produced. Yes. Portal, um, Dota, fucking... CSGO. CSGO, Half-Life, all that jazz. Yeah. But you can get other games that are on Steam on other platforms. Mm-hmm. I buy a lot of games that are available on Steam on GOG and things like that. So. Yep. I've got games that are actually... I've got games that are run through Origin that I purchased on Steam because it was cheaper. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, because it is such a light fucking news week and we didn't really have anything else to talk about, uh, Final Fantasy VII is getting a mobile battle royale called Final Fantasy VII The Last Soldier. The fuck? Okay, I will, I will <laughs> say live what I said. When you first said this, I missed you saying that it was mobile. And so I said, oh, I would try that. Because I was thinking a Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale on the computer would be interesting. I like the classes. I would be interested to see how it plays. But I couldn't give two fucks to play a Battle Royale on, on mobile. So, like, <laughs> no. When you, when you mentioned it to me, I watched the video. Mm-hmm. It actually doesn't look terrible. It actually looks like no. something that I would give a go just because it's got the Final Fantasy name on it. <clears throat> like I would download it and give it a try. I don't I'm not I'm not saying that I would oh stick with it and play it long term, but I'd give it a go just because it's Final Fantasy, you know? Yeah. Uh Seth is mentioning Air Guys and Dissidia. Um it is not a fighting game, Seth. It is a battle royale. <coughs> I owned Air Guys on the PS uh, PSX as it was known back in the day. PSX. Um. Yeah, that's there. There'll be a link in the show description if you're interested in um, reading the Kotaku article about it. I have a very quick, quick point. If that's okay, mm-hmm. that we haven't that isn't on the show notes, but I will add. Um, Wild Rift, uh, they have added a recent patch, uh, end of April. Um, it includes Aram finally, uh, and it also includes new champion Ramus uh, available in game. Uh, it, and it does Yay. have the Ramus update that re- that Live League has, so that's one of the reasons that they didn't want to add him initially because they wanted to wait for the rework to happen. So the Ramus rework is already live on Wild Rift as well. There you go. Uh, other news. Resident Evil 8 Village has released. Tall lady gonna step on you and you gonna like it. TLDR. Pretty much. Um, the last thing we have to talk about is uh, Epic v. Apple. Um, uh, let me see what we've got in our show notes for Epic v. Apple right now. Yes, that's about right. That concludes our coverage. It does not. I thought it was funny. It was hilarious. It, it, it sounds about right for the shit that's going on, but yeah, no. It's, it's... So it has fucking been a disaster already. Yeah. Should we do a little recap just so, just to remind everyone what the fuck the whole reasoning for this is? Um, TLDR. Epic, TLDR. Epic got its panties in a bunch about having to go through in-app purchases through Apple's Apple servers. So they stealth patched in the ability to buy V-Bucks directly from uh, Epic. Uh, Apple was like, no, you can't do that. Our contract states this. Then they pulled it from the App Store. And then like literally five minutes later, 
Epic posts this huge social media campaign about freaking Fortnite and yep. Apple's a Apple's a uh, a terrible company and yep. riled up their fan base and a bunch of paid shills. The level <clears throat> of detail on this campaign that was <laughs> that, that, that their adamant was like, oh no, we we didn't we didn't expect this. This is crazy. Oh, you didn't read the court filing that this was planned months in advance. Was it? Oh yes, this whole thing was planned months in advance. Jesus, well, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, the whole <laughs> thing was planned months in advance, and yeah, they knew what was going to happen. They have talking points for specific things. Yeah, it's crazy. There, they. I, I will link the the court document website in uh, the show notes. So, how is the actual case going? <laughs> Uh, well, the first day was a disaster. Uh, they had a public Zoom channel for people to tune in and listen to the trial, uh, but they forgot to, t- to mute the public channel. So for about 30 minutes to an hour, there were a bunch of screaming children playing uh, Travis Scott and tr- pardon me, playing Travis Scott music and shouting about freeing Fortnite. God, I love 14 year olds. Yep. They eventually got that taken care of. Uh, and now it is a very long-running series of things are being admitted into evidence and then being removed from evidence and then redacted and then removed from evidence again. And then the judge keeps getting petitioned by various game companies because the, uh, uh, because the, uh, the documents are containing proprietary information that's pertains to the Proprietary. But it's confidential information that pertains to the third party. And so the third parties are saying, like, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, we're not part of your court case. Stop releasing our shit. And the courts are, like, so not prepared for the level of secrecy in the gaming industry. It's actually been kind of funny. The judge is very frustrated with everyone involved at this point. So question. Is it Apple or is it Epic that's... Both. Both of them are doing it. Both. Both, yeah. So no Both one sides. in the gaming industry is happy with Apple or Epic at this point. No. <laughs> well, nobody was really happy with Apple to start with. Yes, but even more so. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, there is a there is a whole there is a whole website dedicated just to uh, what they provide really documents doing. and court yeah and so court orders and things because, yeah because what they did was they created this file sharing site well. Everybody who like everybody who trolls for gaming information was like, oh well, I'm just gonna go sit in this folder, and like they were pulling like gaming industry secrets from stuff the second the documents were in. But once it's in there, there's no way to redact it, Let's and companies were losing their shit. So this includes Epic's previously previously approaching Sony Entertainment Interactive Entertainment in early 2018 to provide crossplay access. Epic and Microsoft for the same thing. Sony was pissed off, by the way, because that document reveals that they said no and they really hate crossplay. Yep. <coughs> Which shocked. we I'm all shocked. knew. We Sony all knew. hates crossplay. But, but it's written down now. <laughs> but the fact is, it's written down now. <laughs> um, and also, an, uh, uh, apparently, an unannounced gaming service planned by Walmart. Yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, there's uh, a there's a lot of things that are just getting leaked out for this. <laughs> it, uh, it also there was a document that showed that Epic paid uh, almost twelve million dollars for the thirty eight free games that it released last year. <sighs> Jesus Christ! On its store, so yeah. Yeah, now Seth, Seth is on point. The current laws and court systems were not prepared for the modern day fucking bullshit that comes out. Oh, 100%. Like, I come from a legal background, and, like, there is no way that the courts were ready for the secrecy in the gaming industry. Like, because, you know, normally it's a, okay, the plaintiffs put in their stuff, and the defense puts in their stuff. Okay, done. Except the problem is, you've got all these third parties that are like, oh, wait, 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 that contract? That contract's about me. You don't have a right to disclose that. What are you doing? (laughs) Wait, 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 hold on. So Seth is saying they they paid $148 million for Borderlands year-long exclusivity. Correct. 
And they paid $150 million for that game to be on their platform exclusively for a year. Oh, the one the one that I like that came out as part of this um, was the apology to Ubisoft. Um, where is it? Ubisoft it? apology? Oh, yeah, and it was from... Um, it was from the head... It was from Tim Sweeney mm-hmm. to the head of Ubisoft um, in 2019. I'm trying to find this email. Where is it? Just one second. Um, okay. From Tim Sweeney. Uh, Apology. Epic Game Store woes. Dear Eves, I'm writing to apologize for the shortcomings in our Epic Game Store implementation and our Uplay integration. In the past 48 hours, the rate of fraudulent transactions on Division 2 surpassed 70%, 70%, and was approaching 90%. Sophisticated hackers were creating Epic accounts, buying Ubisoft games with stolen credit cards, and then selling the linked Uplay accounts faster than we were able to disable the linked Uplay purchases for fraud. Fraud rates for other Epic Games Store titles are under 2%, and Fortnite is under 1%. So a 70% fraud was an extraordinary situation. To stop the fraud, we've disabled purchasing of Ubisoft games. We'll make our best efforts to restore service as quickly as we can. This depends on one, a real-time system for disabling refunded and fraudulent purchases on Uplay, and two, anti-fraud improvements in Epic service. This work will likely take at least two weeks to complete. The fault in this situation is entirely Epic's, and all of the minimum revenue guarantees remain in place to ensure our performance. I am sorry for the trouble. But that has that is one of the documents that were entered as part of the Legal battle. Jesus Christ. It's a treasure trove and we could sit here for hours. Oh, we really could. Like, there are so many goodies in that folder. So many goodies in that folder. There are quite a few. Like, is the folder still available? Uh, The folder, I do not believe with the information that we want is still available, but uh, a couple of websites are, have mirrored a lot of the earlier documents when they were uploaded in their unredacted forms. So, yeah, I would like to see some of those. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely uh, worth a watch, uh, worth a look. I will dig through and find some of those links and put them into the show notes. Vinderbar. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's basically just showing that both Apple and Epic are both scumbag companies that are shit heels. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, pretty much. Um. I'm sitting here looking at Google and like, man, my search history is weird. Okay. Why? Uh, Epic versus Apple court documentation, Baby Fallen Plush, Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale, CD Projekt Red Manager, Manager, and Dolphin LSD Experiment. I remember the Dolphin LSD conversation. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? Fusion or hot dog? That it was hot that dog that started it, and you just ran with it. Oh, that was that was the, that uh, was like the a week ago in us. the evening. That was before yeah. Among us. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I was like sitting there going, "What the fuck?" I just I had Google open and I had the search bar. I had my, I clicked on the search bar to look for something, and it was just like, "Oh yeah, Dolphin LSD experiment." That's right. I think that's what we call the show. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It was a fairly short news week, folks, so sorry we don't have a whole lot more. Sorry we don't have more content to go over today. Uh, Chris, do you have a final thought? (sighs) Dolphin LSD is weird. Neff, final thought? Um, No. I'm too tired, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, My final thought is uh, eat the rich and down with corporate greed. Uh, do that or don't do that, Christopher. Um, don't release redacted, don't release confidential shit on a public forum? What the fuck? Right. Neff? Um, what he said. (laughs) Um, do release public information. Do release uh, private information on public forums because, yeah, don't dox people, but uh, dox companies because companies aren't people. Uh, that's gonna be our show for this week, folks. We do not condone doxing. (laughs) 
doxing companies themselves, yes. Uh, that's our show for this week, folks. Talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. Our show is at AzrahCTC. Our illustrious absent Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, Matt Gavril, two I's, one L underscore E-T. Neth is at Nethwinch. Send us emails to feedback at AzrahCTC.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays when we record the show and stream live on twitch.tv slash AzrahCTC. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at www.AzrahCTC.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is that you get podcasts and just a bunch of people rambling for about an hour. Say, say, step on me, boys and girls. I don't know. I got nothing. Step on me. No. no. Bye. Step on my neck. Bye. Bye. So weird.